Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And it is on iTunes, actually. Uh, the, the gentleman behind this is called Harry. Harry? Right. That, 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 that gentleman there is responsible for this. So, uh, the review is... <coughs> Cocker. The best mid-morning DJ on Virgin Radio's admittedly meagre roster. <laughs> Holds this ramshackle affair together. His only obstacles being his co-stars. <laughs> who desperately grasp his coat-like uh, coattails like gulping codfish. <laughs> Cocker is the thinking man's Labrador. A lot of yapping, but where's the substance? I'll give you a clue. It's on Brian Moore's podcast. <laughs> More about him later. 
JB's rant and repeat analysis, analysis, is the kind of deadbeat interpretation you expect to hear on the bus, but certainly not something you pay for up front. Which brings us to Phil. I'm fairly certain that his good looks have carried him through because he possesses the charisma and natural charm of a lower tier garden slug. <laughs> Mindlessly repeating statistics does not make you a pundit. Look, I know my rugby, I'm a rugby man. And these three village idiots are, redu are reductive fools dancing like jesters for presumably someone. Some good bits, five stars. <laughs> So, uh, we are very highbrow gentlemen, as you understand, and uh, we're going to take a highbrow approach uh, in getting you involved uh, in this right now. So, uh, you've seen Question Time on a Thursday night. We're going to, throughout this show, do a bit of rugby question time. Eventually. <laughs> this is what we, this is what, this is what we deal with in, on a Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> You're recording. All the gear, no idea. Where, where's his socks? Where's the socks? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not a sale fan. What's you are, you are doing a good impression. No, 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 look, look, look. I've got my Bath pin badge. Oh, I'm very proud. Have that, have that. Proves it. You see, the problem is uh, with, with JB is that he, he met Steve Diamond and then um, fell in love with him. Whoever he meets, he's I don't think he meets he used to I don't, slag James Hasselhoff. Uh, I don't met him. No, no, I don't think he well, meets. I, I don't think he meets Steve Diamond. You encounter Steve Diamond. I encounter Steve Diamond a few times now. JB would meet Kim Jong Un and say, well, he's a Morton's administrator. Hey, I, I can control several million people. Genghis Khan, uh, well, you know. Very successful conqueror. Very successful conqueror, yeah. Nice military machine. The, the, the best warrior with sword in hand. Exactly, exactly. I've got a question here from Lawrence Hooper. We got a load of uh, listeners back in the UK who send their best. Uh, Lawrence um, sent this message in, going, "What is this empty feeling? Losing? Will it go away?" The Carly Gnome on TV said, "Only a win would do. What do we do now?" Englishman in the building. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested. How many people remember this game? Yeah. Uh, I, thought we, I thought we were talking about Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Good, so yeah, so it, 
we, if no one remembered it then, so England, good win. Let's yeah, cracking. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we won. Break this one down then, Philip. Uh, well, it's interesting, because I kind of always said that Ireland were going to win, and it played out exactly as I was expecting. Um, England were given way, way too much room with ball against Scotland, and uh, Andy Farrell masterfully guided the defence and completely closed England down. Left, right and centre, there was no opportunity for anyone to do anything. Yeah, I thought Ireland's kicking game was brilliant, actually. Uh, and yeah. also, I thought there was a marked change in what they were trying to do when they brought on Andrew Conway. I think I might mention Andrew Conway uh, um, a few times. And I also thought they were good by implementing my suggestion, Timothy, of playing <laughs> Peter Amani. I thought, again, he was absolutely brilliant. So, so this game was basically just validation of things that we've said previously. Except for my so the, prediction. Yeah. Apart from, uh, yeah, you two predicted yeah, wrong. Yeah. But, so you two both said that Peter Omani would come on and make a difference, mm. and he did. He did. I said the, the Jay Payne train should be played, and he would make a big difference. Admittedly, I was calling for him at, at 13 rather than 15, mm -hmm. but he was outstanding. He was good. Right throughout the game. And, and we, we all, well, we said that um, <laughs> the importance of Andy Farrell and his understanding of Owen Farrell and the ability to close that down would be key, which it was. So, with Jared Payne, would, as well as he played, would you have replaced Corny if he, if he was fit? Um, personally, yeah. as a proud, very proud... So, it's so old, state. It's in your voice. Pride, Ulsterman, yeah. with my lovely pin badge. Um, I, prob I probably would. I think Payne is such a good fullback. Uh, and he's, he's almost... So, playing him at 13, which Ireland have done, and he's done very, very well, he's kind of like... It's a, it's a slightly rounded square peg in a slightly squarish round, round hole. I think so. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that's factor. I, I guess the question is, who do you value more, Ringrose or Corny? Well, it, it kind of comes down to the way that Ireland want to play. So Ringrose has definitely more attacking potential. Mm. He is outstanding, outstanding talent. But... The way that Ireland want to play, I think, is, and it, it was shown yesterday, this more kind of um, attritional, territory-based, um, pragmatic game, and the pain train fits better for that. Let's jump from Ireland to England for a second, because you, you mentioned the fullback. Right. Oh, what a, the what end of what end a of fantastic servant. What a, what a really experienced player, and he'll be part of the World Cup squad in 2019, I hope. But who would change England's fullback? Would it be for Alex Good? Hundred percent. This man, this man versus Ruby. Who? Andy who? So, so when you look at England, um, how deficient were they? You've given Andy Farrell credit, and that was the that was the, the biggest difference. But a little bit of aimless kicking potentially from England. Uh, suddenly, when you don't have a re really rock solid pack getting over the game line, then Ben Young's creaks. Uh, yeah. yeah. Both, well, the ben, ben Young's creaks once every two every five games. He's horrendous. One every five, he's world class, and then you know you can kind of take him, leave, take him all Can you come every week? Because this is the JB I've been wanting for ages. <laughs> <laughs> what are these opinions, Jay? Yeah. I don't really remember the game. Is the answer? Yeah. Wait till the Wales game. Yeah, he's, very, he's very PC today. Very PC. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't. Oh, no, just, just on your question, then, Tim. Who would you replace Mike Brown with? Well, Elliot Daly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so, such a populist. So, such a populist. Daly, Daly is outstanding. He's acquitted himself 
fantastically to playing on the wing. Yeah. And he's, he's played a bit of fullback as a, a youngster, but in order for him to get regular game time at fullback, he's got to oust both Curtly Beal and Willie LaRue. And, and not Wasps. And, and Miller. I'm oh, actually, actually, boys. And Denis Solomona. What a guy. What a lad. Uh, any, any Wasps fans here? Right. How often has Elliot Daly played fullback for Wasps? In his early days, he played a lot. Yeah, in his early days, he probably played scrum half and fly half too. Um, yeah, Josh, Josh Beaumont was a fly half. Yeah, Josh Beaumont fly half. In the fly half, Josh Beaumont. I just don't think I don't think it's necessarily an option yet. Paul Milham. Yeah, go on. What about Brown do wrong? Did he watch the game? Okay, I'll tell you what he did well. He, he, was, he was very, very good at, at like grabbing collars and looking angry. Yes. Outside of that, the well-dressed man in front, I agree with you. I thought Matt Brown had a... He didn't play well last week. He didn't play well last week. Uh, yeah. A decent game. It's, it's, not, it's, it's about the even... Right, so do we, do we need England 2.0 with this... We can get the monkey off our back about this unbeaten run. It's just a game and Ireland were worthy winners. But... Where, what's the next step? We've been like Scotland. That game against Scotland was as good as I, I've ever seen an England team. Yeah. I, I still, I still, I said it last week. I still feel that was more, more down to Scotland's passive defence than England's performance. England were given the opportunity to play exactly the way they wanted. They will, they will very rarely again get the opportunity to play exactly how they want. Alright, so Lance JD says, How do I deal with my now insufferable Irish wife after yesterday's disaster in Dublin? <laughs> well, <laughs> start, divorce, divorce. start a podcast. Brexit? Um, uh, there you go. Uh, on the England Island, anyone got something they would say or an opinion they would put forward? So that open forum, you feel free. There you go. Oh, he's an Irishman. <laughs> oh. I, I thought we had checks on the door, Tim. I hope everybody enjoyed the game last night. <laughs> um, it's just a pleasure to be here with so many humble Englishmen. <laughs> lads, lads, lads. That's, that's the difference with rugby. Thank you very much. I hope you all have a great time. <laughs> Gavin, ladies and gents. Ooh. So, so, like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Again, you can't just keep saying I didn't see the game. What, 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 what will change? We want a little natural break now, so we can reflect. Yeah, we lost that uh, record. Incidentally, actually, here's one. Oh, oh, no, here's one for, for you. Oh, yeah. oh here yes. we go. Get the bell ready. Who cares? There Who is cares? a brand new winner of the JB Cup. Yay! Yay! If you can explain it in, in one sentence, then you can then it can be a thing. Longest tier one winning streak. Oh! oh it can't be a thing. It can't be a thing. Yeah, but who cares? Uh, good, great question. I care. I care. And there's also a Twitter account now, the JD Cup. I didn't do it. It appeared yesterday. So we got the. Um, this no, no. He's from Ipswich. This guy. Here's one question. With now England uh, are fallible and have been beaten, do you think that the, the clamour for an England-New Zealand game this autumn will stop? Like, in, in the room, who wants uh, an England-New Zealand game as an added week to the Autumn Internationals this... No. Yeah. 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 Next, who's saying... You, sir, what, what should... Uh, sorry. The, lady, the ladies to your right. 
<laughs> As a neutral, why not? We need one. I don't think we need one. The, 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 the calendar's been set out already. Exactly right. So, yeah. so you know, just get on with it. And you know, you're already playing the lines. New Zealand are already playing the lines. That, that's that's enough English. You know, against yeah. New now, is that because yeah. you don't want to see England, or you're worried about retaining the JB Cup? No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, 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 I think the calendar is is, is in place. Uh, absolutely don't, right. Don't be missing. If you missed that, you said the calendar's in place as it is already. Yeah, there's a, a lot of money riding on it. Well, there's some talk again. This will this is a story for another day, but uh, as it plays out, but the Barbarians game potentially being cancelled at Twickenham yeah, to accommodate yeah. it. I'm at the, yeah. all Barbarians games being cancelled to be fair. But then all the clubs. <laughs> 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 so I'm going to change that for a second. Any Welshmen? In? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah that one. Uh, so. Nick Monkey says, uh, does Wayne Barnes quote his officiating price to World Rugby at a flat rate or by the minute? <laughs> now, actually, seriously, can we have a round of applause, please, for Wayne Barnes? Yeah. 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 Awesome. Absolutely awesome. There, there was a moment in that game when I thought the TMO had clocked off. When, 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 when 95 minutes in, Wayne Barnes is trying desperately to get some TMO footage for, was the, that? for the bite, non-bite, did he bite himself? Yeah, that was, <laughs> no, that was a bit when they asked for TMO and the sound coming back was the Archers music, wasn't it? <laughs> Dave, Dave, you there, Dave? So let's just recap on that, on that, well, it's 25% extra rugby, I love it. Every game 100 minutes. Oh, it's so amazing. No, no, you can't, free, free rugby is brilliant. <laughs> extra 20 minutes free. Exactly. When you're not expecting it as well. When's last time, if ever, a yellow card has been given after nine, uh, 80 minutes yeah. and come back on. So between uh, 77 minutes and the game ending, there was a yellow carded player uh, on 82 minutes who, as you say, Sampson Lee, wasn't it Sampson Lee? Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah so went off and then came back on and played for another seven minutes when he came back. <laughs> there was an alleged bite, which... That, is with the sighting commissioners. That, that question, when Wayne Barnes said, we're going to check if there was a bite or whether he bit himself. Is <laughs> <laughs> there a self-inflicted bite? I think, that, I think that was a French player suggesting that George North had bitten himself. Incredible suggestion, isn't it? Yeah, so that happened. There was a disagreement about whether a replaced player or an injured player had been re replaced. Uh, the, the French doctor had to be asked. That, yeah. So now, thank God this has happened, right? So I've been talking about two things for ages. One, HIAs, waste of time, concussions, don't really happen. Um, uh, <laughs> JB's back. JB's back. back. JB's back. The second thing. Finally, finally we can expose doctors for being the self-interested, self self-important people that we always knew that they were. Uh, that guy will, get, will have to get his comeuppance soon. Have to. So how, how do you prove it? So the, well, he can't, the, the, can you? Yeah, he can't, because they've constructed this, this world where you can't attack doctors. <laughs> so, yeah, but we all know, we all know the truth. So, <laughs> well, well, just, I, just, so, so I think on the, on the, on the, so the head injury one, is it, you're talking yeah. about that, yeah, yeah. So, well, just on that, I think we should have gone for a second opinion. There was another doctor on the pitch. Yes, there was. Wayne and Martin should have consulted the doctor, JR. So, well, what, what do you think, Jamie? Does he and, need to go off? Does he and he could on? grab George North and say, this is a concussed man. He's saying he's bitten himself. Look at him. He's mental. He's mental. 
I think Wayne Barnes's question should have been, any reason I cannot award a bite? Not bite or no bite. <laughs> Great question. Um, but all that happened in, the, in that last 20 minutes, but I think you, you, we're absolutely right. I, I, I'm going to say it again. I just thought Wayne Barnes, uh, Wayne Barnes showed absolute class yeah. and control and calmness. Oh, what a professional. so good. Yeah. And with, with everything else falling apart around him. Could, no. Not even me and I. I not even me. I'm, yeah, I'm an England um, fan. Yeah, well, really, really interesting point that, which is, of all the Tier One nations, I think since the World Cup, Wales have had the least new players. I think they've had five new caps. Fewest. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to stop you, Flo, Jay, but hold that microphone a little bit close to your mouth. There you go. Yeah, so the most being Argentina, I can't tell you how much, but... Uh, the, 26, I think it was. And the fewest being, that's right, being least, fewest, fewest. Um, being Wales. I think they've got five, which is ridiculous. Yeah, new caps in the last 18 months. Yeah, so yeah, the answer is, I don't know if they have any, anyone else. And if you look at, say, someone like England, England pick the team to fit their style of play. I think Wales just have to pick their best 15 and hope Rob, Rob Howley... Well, let, let's mention Rob Howley then. So there was an article in the Telegraph earlier this week. I don't know who the head of the WRU is. I can't remember the name, but it was from him. And he... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You're about to pop out. Okay. Uh, Massive, mate. And there was an article this week pretty much saying 2019, after the World Cup, it's Howley's job. It better not be. I mean... And, and, and so Ireland lost two games and it was crisis. Yeah. Wales had lost two. And it was, hey, it's great, happy days. Well, it's weird, isn't it? If Wales won that, weirdly, they've been doing nothing but criticise the coach for what, eight weeks now or, or something, and they would have ended up fourth in the world. So he's kind of, on one hand, not done a particularly good job. He's certainly not loaded any new players. I don't think Wales are playing particularly well. But actually, he's beaten Ireland oh, and Italy. So... Yeah, and I think I'm right in saying that... They were second last in the table. Wales finished second, second bottom. Yeah, but it's just very fine margins. So, um, let's. You mentioned the world rankings there, and we're here in Bucharest, obviously. Me. Yeah, we are. And I'm going to go and see Romania versus Georgia in a little bit. The competition. The only game in European rugby this weekend where there was that there's a something really on the line in terms of comp the competition. A, a title? A title is on the line this afternoon. Uh, this also, what timing this week, we're really lucky that we're here and we're going to be experiencing this in the week when World Rugby have announced that they're, this is going to become, well, fixtures here in Bucharest, in Tbilisi and in other Tier 2 nations is going to become more widespread, more games with Tier 1, Tier 2. Now, Statman Phil, if you didn't see the story, you've got all the, de you've got all the details. I've got some details. <laughs> give, give us the details that you're aware of, Phil. The details I'm aware of. So, uh, new global calendar, new global season has been announced by World Rugby. And the key headline is more games, what is uh, in inverted commas, tier one versus tier two, which is something that the three of us, again, validation of something that we've been saying for a while. Exactly. It's necessary and required. Um, and it's going to be a merit-based system where the top of the kind of tier two system, and again, using that in inverted commas because there's no official tier two, 
but the, the best of the rest will play against the best of the tier one. So, for example, if the rankings, uh, when this kicks in after the 2019 World Cup, if the rankings stay as they are, you'd get the All Blacks travelling to Tbilisi to play a game in front of 55,000 people Amazing. against Georgia. And here, if it stays as it is, I believe I might say Australia would come here. Can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine this street we're on now? Oh, it sounds terrible. I mean, the, but how this is what I mean. It's, it's common sense, and this is the because uh, it's, it's more than that, isn't it? Oh, by the way, Phil said before the podcast, you, you won't mind me saying, we were having a coffee up the road, and he said, um, I think I'm, I still feel a bit drunk. <laughs> he just summarised, he just nailed that. <laughs> See, I wonder, right? If all this is done in the right spirit, but actually what's going to happen is it's going to ruin tier two. Because the whole idea is you, you grow the game and then you know, the local community gets involved and everyone fills the stadium. It just results in a bunch of dickheads in jackets showing up in a tier, 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 tier two nations. Which I'm all for. I'm all, I'm all for that. Uh, you know, just saying. So it is more than just that as well. So the, the, new, the, the new season, um, so the, the summer international window has been pushed back as well to allow the Super Rugby season to be played uninterrupted, which makes sense. Cause, so, yeah, Super Rugby. Because the, the gap, the break in the Super Rugby season to allow the internationals, the summer tours to go ahead is ludicrous. It's crazy. Uh, not well if you hate defences. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you like tries, if you like easy unopposed tries. Mackle fishing for rugby. Um, just out, out of interest. Just out, out of interest. Uh, autumn internationals. Would you actually rather see England v Australia for the eighth time, or would you rather see Georgia versus uh, England or Georgia versus Japan? The, the, the gentleman there in here said it would, it would be a cricket score if that were to happen, but come on. Well, Georgia played Georgia played Ireland. Georgia played Ireland in Dublin uh, two years ago last year. Yeah. And it was fifty points, fifty points to seven, something like that. But how are they going to get better if they're not playing against the best? Well, I mean, it's, that is that is that is England. So will and it's more than this is more this is more extensive than just the fixtures as well. There's there's other things on the line here that World Rugby have talked about, and one of them is. Uh, player welfare, which, as you said, the yeah. managing the season and the workload of, of well, two, these guys. Two of the, two of the key points um, about the announcement from World Rugby were, again, something that we've been saying. So uh, commercial equality, so making sure that the funds are evenly distributed across all nations, which is very important, and player welfare, and m making sure that the best players are going to be playing uh, most important games. So... I think, uh, again, I'm sure you, it'll be no surprise to you, but uh, Georgia particularly, I think we're going to be um, pretty oh, yeah. impressed this afternoon. Well, I mean, you know, if you're going to go on the cricket score route, just remember England played Scotland last week. Yeah! So, <laughs> well, let's talk about Scotland for a second. We've got a man in the kill. We've got, we got a man in the kill. Where's the man in the kill? All right. He's really shy. Just out of interest, are you wearing, are you wearing gillies? Gillies. What's gillies, Phil? Gillies is a method of method of fashioning. Uh, sorry, method of fastening shoes. His shoes are tied to his oh yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I am. Yeah, proper shoes. Yeah. Good. And I'm a true Scotsman, obviously. Before you ask, yeah. Yeah, I can confirm this. I checked earlier. Who lives in England? So, um, okay, I'll I think the, the thing from the Scottish game for me is: Did you see Vern Cotter shed a tear? He said, "Well, I, you weren't up, were you?" 
He had misty eyes and uh, clearly very emotional. Have they potentially scored an own goal here? What do you say? Possibly, but the thing is they had to hold on to Townsend because Townsend was going to go to France or come down south. So the way they had to hold on to Townsend was for him to become national coach. So. But they've replaced him with a Kiwi. At Glasgow, which so it's yeah. kind of one in, one out in that sense. It makes sense. But is that not a missed trick? Could, could they not have brought uh, a young Scottish coach through to Glasgow to give him, like, put him in a stretch position? I don't know. Um, Mike, Blair's, Mike Blair's coaching there, isn't he? I don't know what his ambitions are. Yeah, maybe it is too soon. But putting someone in a stretch position, stretch position like that could be something that... Are there any other really Scottish coaches top? not in Scotland? Because you've got to remember, Scotland's only really got three positions, hasn't it? You've got Scotland national coach, Edinburgh, Glasgow. Yeah. So is, is, there, is, there, is there anyone else? Yeah, because where else would you get your... Where else would you get your is, is there any Scottish guys involved in the Lions? I think even the doctor's not involved. No, the doctor got dropped. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's, dropped. he's been on every one, right? Yeah, no, he's he's gone. On, he was on Living With Lions in 97. He wasn't, he wasn't on the last one, he turned Apparently they're going with, this, with some French guy. <laughs> Let the boys play. And, and again... Gregor Townsend was asked to be Rob Howley's assistant. Unbelievable. Is he the guy that asked George North fit to play? So, we will, we will return to rugby, but uh, Philip has prepared a quiz. I have. For which, for which, there is an Egg Chasers Club tie on the line for... Yeah. It's for someone. Lurking at the back, can I, can I have the Egg Chasers Club tie? Uh, modelled, obviously, by JB. Now, this is, this is taking on myself. This is taking on myself and JB, so is there anyone who fancies it? That one oh, there. Harley Quinn shirt. The beautiful bit of stash that is. Come on up. Sir. Lovely. You, you take this have, have we got some time? Let, let him sit there. Have you got another mic? Where's that other mic? No, it's alright. What's your uh, name? Andy. Andy Top Man. That is such a gorgeous bit of stash, isn't it? That Quinn shirt. Beautiful, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when does Adam Jones want his top back? <laughs> right, come on then, Phil. Uh, right. You're going down, by the way. So, I probably really do with some pens and Pens and paper oh. for you guys. Uh, uh, well, how about hand up? Hands up. You're going to do hands up. Hands up, and then you get the first refusal on the next question, if that makes, makes sense. You get the first go at the second answer. No, but we'll try it. All right. You need to know his footwear, though. Okay. Oh, I like them. Oh, 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 All right. Okay, so we need hands up. Okay. Oh, no shouting out. You might have a chance to help us out in a minute. And this is a Six, six Nations special quiz. Ooh. So. Go on. Which two teams, at one point for each, have won the most Grand Slams since the Six Nations started? JB. <laughs> JB, Broughton Park. England. Oh, whoa! Whoa! Not Broughton Park. Didsbury Talk 8. Um... England and Wales. Incorrect. Oh. Tim. Oh. No, no. First, hand up first. 
France and England. Incorrect. Oh. Yes. England and... No. no. You said Wales, right? Correct. Did you say Wales? He did. England, it's England. So, incorrect. What? Italy? <laughs> <laughs> he said what? The, the Welsh dress man over there. Uh, Wales, France. Wales, France yeah. is correct. Wales, oh! France. Oh! Wow, well played. Wow. They both won, both won three since, since the Six Nations started. England have won oh, one. I think when we get one wrong, we should have to have a bit of salty kiss. No, here. never. <laughs> I definitely think that too. Go on then, Phil. Next. Okay. Since the Six Nations started again, only one Englishman has won player of the tournament. In 2014, who was it? Tim. 2014. Oh, I think I'm a year. I think I'm a year behind. But I was going to say Jonathan Joseph, but I think that was no. Your answer is Jonathan Joseph. Incorrect. Mike Brown. Correct. Unbelievable. Yeah. This is like Hunger Games. It is an elimination. One of us is off the pod. After this. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. Which stadium holds the record attendance for a five or six nations game with a hundred and four thousand? Jimmy! Pinwalt, okay. Is it Croke Park? Yes. Incorrect. What? Tim. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, Wembley. Incorrect. Um, oh, man. So I'm going to go the old Stade de France. Incorrect. Correct. Murrayfield. Jeez. Right. Next question. Question. Next question. What is the Calcutta Cup made of? JB. JB, talk H. I believe it's rupees. No. Co and cobras. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. One point for Beardmore. Uh, it's melt melted down rupees. That's right. What year did the first Six Nations Championship take place? 2001. JB? Incorrect. 1998. Incorrect. Uh, 2002. Incorrect. 2000. 
first contested in 2006 and named after an Italian revolutionary born in France. Jamie! That's him! Jamie! Jamie! Oh. Bill, I know it! Garibaldi. Garibaldi. Uh, is it Gary Baldi? Uh, <laughs> That's his first on surname, yeah? First name, Gary. Yeah, yeah. First, yeah. Mr. Baldi. Giuseppe <laughs> Garibaldi trophy is correct. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ah, <laughs> from the inaugural tournament, from the original squad to the inaugural tournament in 2000, one player is still playing professionally. What? Say again. All teams. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. Oh, Peter, Peter Stringer. Is correct. Yeah, say is that an unassailable lead now? Can we just end it? Knock it on the head now, yeah? Uh, we've got a few more questions. Oh, oh come on. It's over. It's a massacre. <laughs> Who has the most appearances in the Six Nations? Tim. Sergio. Incorrect. Oh. And then Bod. Bod is correct. <laughs> Overall. Oh. Andy? Join me. Incorrect. Tell me. Tell me if you know. Hmm. <laughs> Don't tell Jimmy. Tim. Is Tim. it Rog? Correct. Oh, that's good. Yes. Sure, it's the last one now. Come on. Three, it's three, two, one. So how many questions are there left? Last, last question. Right, oh, just, yes, it's between you two then. Come on, Andy. Come on, Andy. Come on, Andy. Come on, Andy. Who was who was the last Scottish player to win Player of the Tournament? Andy. Chris Patterson. Incorrect. Can you think of a Scottish player? Yeah. Can I think of a good Scottish player? Um, is it Johnny Gray? Incorrect. Oh. And Cocker to, to level with Andy. 
Yeah, he's gone. Jason White. Ooh, that's not that's good. Incorrect. Um, good God. The Pog? Is correct. Yes! Yes! Jamie wins for two. And the Legends. Tom Hunter. Tom Hunter. Good man. Good man. Actually, incidentally, well, we were thinking about something for this game this afternoon. And I've seen a Romanian jersey over there. Or a couple, actually, is there? Yeah, good lads. Good work. Um, and we thought we might just mess with the heads of uh, some of the other people that we're sharing the stadium with. In a, in a, in a, in a good way. So we, we just picked the number six, didn't we? Yes. And we decided that if we all do it, we think we could get everyone in the in the ground doing it. But I don't even know who the six for Romania is starting. But oh, everyone. Oh, oh, oh. But you do know a starting player for Romania. Uh, don't you? He's not started. They've got they've got an English player. You who, must be furious about this, by the way. Uh, Jack Cobden. He's he played played at Nottingham in the Championship and he scored two tries last week for Romania. Did he? Yeah. Uh, what position? Winger. And you're going to tell him your thoughts on on project players? Yeah, yeah? I'll, I'll have to tell him. <laughs> Yeah, again, I'm, I'm delighted about World Rugby's uh, announcements this week. I'm hoping that there might be some more like that later in the year. Uh, but uh, what we thought is whatever the number six does, whoever he is, all the time, we'll just we'll get right behind him. We'll adopt him as our player for the day. So every time he gets the ball, as soon as the yellow six gets the ball, everybody cheers, applaud, whistle. Converse, do, we, conversely. do we boo someone then? That doesn't feel like rugby to me. Do you want a pantomime villain as well? It's too scary. Oh, yeah. I'm not booing him. Georgian Six. How does everyone feel about booing the Georgian Six? No, let the boys play. Booing the Georgian Six will be similar. So when one of the was it Ulster fans slagged off Trevor Brennan's bar, that that what's the story? Like, I don't know this. What? You don't know that? Was it Leinster or Ulster? Ulster. Ulster. You don't know the story about the Ulsterman who decided to tell Trevor Brennan that his bar was terrible. Is it a quick one? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Short story. Short story. Trevor, by by the way, just get, get thinking if there's a question or I, I can't believe this. More no questions stitching up JB is no, good. As no well. one knows the story about when. Trevor Brennan waded through the crowd in Toulouse and beat up a fan. No, clearly not. Tell us. I'm sure we've mentioned this before. I'm sure. Well, someone's told Trevor Brennan that his bar was, was terrible, so he waded into the crowd and beat up an Ulsterman. Right. Oh, well, he wasn't that proud. So proud. Soon back down. <laughs> and he was banned for life, but then repealed for only five years. So there you go. Wow. So. Uh, yellow six, we're, we're adopting him as our player, he's, he's ours, and everything he does, we're going to be all, all over him. And by the way, if he, if he scores a try, we're all doing Romanian cognac. Yeah. Pitch invasion. Pitch invasion. Pitch invasion. Yes. 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 We'll carry him off the pitch. And the other thing which we want to just encourage as well, which we'll be partaking in, and we, we'd love to get you on board. I don't know whether you've seen the pictures uh, on, on Instagram of uh, a line-out pint. No, because I'm not allowed to log on to Instagram, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, well, anyway, uh, anyway, we'll demonstrate what we're talking about, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll let you in. But line out points later at the game, I think. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, so we're adopting yellow six. He's our player uh, for the game. And oh yeah, that's the other thing about this. Apparently, the Romania boys and some of the Georgian boys are. I've heard there's a bit of a knees up, and they they want to get in in amongst it. So piling back here afterwards, then might be. Uh, might be an international rugby team. <laughs> All the lads. Lads, 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 lads. Yes, oh yes. So we got uh, we got a bunch of uh, people wanting to mention. Did you see the, the, the merger? Oh, that's all right. The merger, Stade Francais and Racing 92. Yeah, getting the, the two clubs are merging. I just assumed it was a joke at first. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was an April Fool's joke. Quite remarkable. Yeah. So the question is, right, if, if we had to merge two English clubs, what would be the, either the most fun or the, the, the one you'd like to see merged? Most, what? Bath and Sale, obviously. Wow. I, no, you say Bath and Sale for JB's benefit. I, I think let's, let's merge Bath and London Irish, and then we can officially make London That's Irish the academy for Bath. That's yeah. It's done then. Bill? London Irish West, London Irish East. We can, there we go. It'd probably be very unpopular in the East Midlands, but there's quite a lot of uh, synergy between Northampton and Leicester. Yeah. Synergy? Synergy. 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 Um, so, yeah, so you um, make a point. These things have to stack up. You can't just jump to any old clubs together, could you? Yeah, um, Salem, Bath, geographically Woodwork. ludicrous. But, strangely enough, so I was thinking about this, and I'm thinking like, they need to they need to play in a similar way. They need to be of a similar standard. I thought Claremont and Sale, <laughs> both great with ball in hand, both enormous packs, huge packs. Yeah. Um, where's it outside? <laughs> I also thought Dragons uh, and Zebra. So get, just on that then, when you say merge, how many Sale players would get <laughs> would oust the Claire, their Claremont equivalent? So I think Camille Lopez will play outside of that. I'm pretty sure it's Sale all the way, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, I've got it pretty, I've got it pretty well covered, actually. The, uh, the, the, the Northampton Leicester one, that would be that, synergy. I don't understand you. No, just, you know, that would be like warring factions. That's not the first, Sorry, you know, that's not the first time that's been mentioned. Uh, when Northampton went down, Martin Johnson actually said um, something to the effect that a merge, not a merge, but there's only room for one Midlands club. Well, now, uh, obviously, Wasps have moved into Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do remember when there was some financial problems at Bath and Bristol. That was talked about, like building a new stadium halfway between Bristol and Bath, wasn't it? When they thought yeah. Bath might get relegated and, uh, and lose the money. So it's, it could still happen. Sale nearly merged with Broughton Park. The actual proper sale nearly merged with Broughton Park on the turn of professionalism. Ding. In the 90s, yeah. Yeah. Tottenham and Arsenal. The Racing... So, It'll be interesting to see exactly how it plays out, the Racing and Stade Francais. Their stash, that uh, powder pink and baby blue, the it's Blazers. Haven't they just both, both built teams? Yes, they have. Yeah. That is classic France, isn't it? Yeah, so just, just both built uh, publicly funded stadiums. No, the... No? Um, 
privately owned. I'm pretty sure the Racing one is one of the biggest privately funded uh, projects in all, in all of Paris. So they've got, they've both got new stadiums. They're going to split between the two. Uh, I'm, I want to come. I want to come back out and, um, and and get some thoughts from you. Let me swap with you, Phil. There we go. We've got a gentleman here. What's your name? Uh, sorry, do, 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 so, just stand up and, sh and show your face. Doesn't he look like? Do you remember? Is it Superman three? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so, <laughs> Now, I'm, just before you start talking, I'm guessing you're a barista or something, yeah? Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed is another good one. It's reasonable. Fat George Lucas. Fat. 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 Because stupidly, all the staff players know they're merging and they know contracts are on the line. So what do they do? They all go on strike. I'm imagining <laughs> I'm imagining there's only many staff players left. That's a good, good relationship with our warlord. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, but they'll just surrender you, you could get <laughs> well, um, another many seasons left, so yeah. you give them a little package. You, you could get some very talented players coming to England as a direct consequence of this. Yeah. Well it will we'll be for example uh, Sergio or Dan Carter or any of those boys. Uh, Slomani already moved on. I think he's already announced. He's, he's yeah, Slomani's moved. A lot of the staff players have already moved because. Don't you think Well, it, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because um, ba basically, I think uh, uh, for the benefit of people listening on the podcast, see, I'll, yeah. I'm a pro here. I've got this covered. Thanks. I'll, I'll go <laughs> cover. the, uh, he said Ali Williams when he joined running down the, the, the line. Yeah, I think we got it. Um, <laughs> in the room, TV, not on the podcast. Um, oh, yeah. Amateur. Good, good, good. Um, <laughs> well, it's interesting, right? Because I think, um, I think Rassing or the, or, or the senior partner here, which is good, because um, their stadium is right, right in the centre of, right cent uh, of Paris. Whereas um, the Stad Stadium is a little bit, uh, a little bit of a drive away, which works out very well for Dan Carter now. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, well made. Anyone else on anything at all? Yes. Um, yes there we go. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to applaud you boys for bringing this over to Bucharest for a start. Um, oh, oh, stop it! No, no, please. On the basis of rugby tour, we must oh, presume there's a shield from Ailes Rugby Club. There's a shield. Cheers. From Ailes Rugby Club. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, son. That is amazing. Awesome. Have you bought any ducks? This shield will. Prize place. Yeah, the shield will pr awesome. be proudly displayed. Oh, they've got a duck on it as well. Yeah. That's brilliant. Awesome. That will well, be proudly the displayed in the uh, in the dungeon next week. For next week's Facebook we, we Live. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Here we go. Uh, I had a few beers yesterday, but 
Did I see Tom Francis make a carry over one meter? Yes. He played very well, actually, I thought. The well-dressed man in the back. Yes. Tom, Tom Francis did make a carry over one meter, but every other carry, he was knocked back uh, two meters. So he <laughs> <laughs> ends, ends up on zero. You got a question there, sir? Uh, yes. Um, I like drinking a lot. But Tim or Jay is faster at boozing, so I think they should have a pint race. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you should watch Jonathan Beardmore lose. <laughs> Straight after. Straight after. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll do something at the game. We'll, we'll do so, we'll do something. the game, do the game. So but, we'll, do a why, why don't we boat race against any well, uh, any three of you guys. So we can we can put out we can put out an egg chasers uh, with some support in the back, uh, an egg chasers six man boat race team. Yes. And we will take on all comers at, at the game. Going back to our uh, Irish friend here, Gavin. I know some members of the panel have said that the uh, Pro 12 is a rubbish league with no, some no, no. good teams. It's a hobby league. Hobby league, sorry. With, uh, with some good teams. Yep. And the, pro, uh, the Top Couture's is a, uh, a great league with some rubbish teams. So, yes. in the future, it's a serious question, can you foresee there being a, an international club league with a merger of the Pro 12, the Premiership and the Top Couture's with different divisions so that maybe clubs from Georgia or Romania or uh, Italy can get involved, or is that a complete no-no? Um, so, well, before you, before you go, so I think the Pro 12 would benefit most from that. I think the English and the French, there's no real appetite for them. They've got very good, very competitive, uh, very marketable, commercially viable leagues, and so there's, there's no real re requirement from their side, whereas the Pro 12, I think, would be pushing for it. Uh, what you need to realise is... The Pro 12. Oh my. <laughs> I mean, I do joke and say it's a hobby league. The Pro 12 is very much an afterthought. So, I mean, until very recently, the Pro 12, the CEO of the Pro 12 was also CEO of the Lions and CEO of the Six Nations. So he actually just did the Pro 12, I know, Friday afternoon before ending work. Um, so, although the Pro 12 looks like it's like the ideal kind of structure to take on more teams, they're talking about a Georgia team, they're talking about North America. North, North America, it seems like it's the right sort of thing. It's really not. I mean, to the extent that they don't even get their advertising right, they don't even have people making sure that the hoardings say Guinness on them, and then they don't get paid. Um, so, no, not the Pro 12. Could there be something in the future, though, led by, either, by someone in the Premiership, or maybe the new CEO of the Pro 12, who's, who's actually, by all accounts is a very good guy? Maybe. But I don't see it in the immediate future. What are we supposed to do? Our provinces are run well. What are we supposed to do? Our provinces are run well. Our attendances are large. There's a lot of passion for the game. Tremendous question. Who else is going to look after the Italian clubs? And if the Welsh regions and the Scottish districts can't get their act together, well, as you know, maybe, maybe we could just join the Premiership. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, like, well, I'd like to see Leinster against Leicester. I'd like to see, you know, Munster against Saracens. I think that would be well, a good boring, product. Without getting too boring about it, I mean, you basically just wouldn't sign the participation agreement at the start of the season. And maybe you could. Um, but it's a, it is a great question. The, the, the Irish provinces have 
brilliantly run um, um, organisations, and it, I think the Crowsworth doesn't do them justice. Look, looking at it from um, an Ireland perspective, as in the national team, is it not a benefit for to be able to rest your players? So you, you, you aren't getting Johnny Sexton being put through the mill for 22 competitive games a season and having to play in those competitive but, games. But by the way, on Johnny Sexton, right, did the, the whole of the Avicii Stadium um, like booed every time he got tackled. And he seems to have medical attention every time someone taller than five foot <laughs> tackles him. He's going to be really important for the Lions, don't get me wrong, so we need to wrap him in cotton wool a little bit, but come on. Do you not remember a few years ago when Bismarck Duplessis uh, tackled Dan Carter? Dan Carter, just tackled oh, yeah. him too hard. Yeah. Perfect, perfectly legitimate, but just too hard for Dan Carter, and he got a yellow card. Your blacks make their own rules up, though. Yeah, yeah. We got, we got Steve here. Uh, sorry, a question for JB. Uh, okay. Uh, what would you say is the best team in Disbury? Would you say it's Bedians? Who? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, sorry, or would you say it's your small club called Tok H that no one cares about? This is a very, uh, this is a very South, South Manchester niche it? question. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. So, to be fair, it probably needs probably need, need, need some explaining. I think what our listeners are referring to here, there is a, there is a school team called Beads. Um, and, by all, and by all accounts, very nice there, um, you know. They've got nice playing fields. Um, yeah, it's a great club. Uh, as for you, carry on talking, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. So Our wonderful people. <coughs> we got our game of the week. Oh yeah. To uh, to feature for next weekend, and again, uh, we need your help with this because I think if we if we prove anything, JB and myself over the last couple of weeks, years, it's uh, we know very little uh, when it comes to trying to predict outcomes. So, following our advice, your money is you might as well just flush it down the loose. So, uh, someone who is going to take our place at predicting what the result is going to be, but we're going to feature one game looking ahead to the. Avicii Premiership. Shall I play? Uh, yeah, play the music. Play the music. As contractually obliged. Thank you to So we're just going to feature one game, looking ahead to the uh, the Avicii Premiership. So uh, Phil, break down this matchup. Then Leicester, Northampton. There's five games left in the season. East Midlands rival, you've already already talked about. Both sides desperately need points. Yeah, both sides fighting for top four, which um, would be kind of unacceptable for either side to finish outside the top four. But Northampton at home, um, it'll be very interesting to see just how many international players either side get back. Um, the, I guess a real big question mark for me is whether Dylan Hartley's going to bother turning out for Northampton. Why would he? <laughs> uh... I think Northampton will have a slight advantage if they don't play their internationals. Someone oh. in this bar downstairs said to me, I think this is right, I'm not claiming responsibility for knowing this stat, but even if Dylan Hartley played every minute left for Northampton, he still would end the season having played more for England than his club. Is that right? Yeah, oh, yeah that does so. Well, so he, he didn't play until there was injury. There was injuries, and then he came back, came back and... 
Uh, fo forearm Sean O'Brien in the head. <laughs> Delicate little forearm to Sean O'Brien's head. Which means he was, he was banned until the start of the Six Nations. I could, His ban ended, coincidentally, <laughs> minutes before the first Six Nations game kicked off. Just of interest. What do you think Stuart Lancaster makes of all this? Because it's like the most un-Stuart Lancaster thing in the world. So, A, hardly even in the squad. Then the captain doesn't even show up for his club team, unless he's assaulting people. <laughs> and then his ban gets manipulated by the... Uh, uh, so I, I, so I think it was fair and equal, but that's, this is coincidence. We're going back to earlier this season. Let's talk Northampton-Leicester. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, no, if limited internationals are involved, I think Northampton. Northampton at home. Yeah. Um, well, I thought we established you know nothing and I know nothing. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> let's, let's forget this. Uh, I was going to pick on someone. Um, where, oh, the gentleman. How's your weekend been? Beautiful. Expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Expensive. 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 Oh, that's what you've been doing. <laughs> you can't give money away. Well, I was thinking, how could you spend that much money here? I haven't, uh, just on a completely separate topic, I haven't, uh, they really genuinely must love deadlift in Romania because the amount of places to get a deep tissue massage is, uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, <laughs> Northampton, Leicester. Uh, Northampton. Uh, 12. Right, Northampton Ooh. by 12. So, uh, so are there any Northampton fans here? No way. Any Leicester fans? Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> and, what, and what do you think? Oh, it's Steve. No, I don't, I don't care. No, um, no, I don't care. Um, so, have you two decided on the Aaron Major thing yet? Uh, whether it's going to be good, bad, positive, negative, or somewhere in between? No what idea. As in, so, Major taking over, we're expecting an exciting, attacking brand of rugby. We've seen glimpses of it, but it doesn't really seem like it's kind of settled and gelled yet. I, th I tell you what will be interesting. How are they going today in the LV Cup? Uh, the Anglo-Welsh? Anglo-Welsh final. Yeah, oh, that's today, Exeter. isn't it? Against Exeter. What, you're not watching it later? <laughs> yeah, busy. But, uh, so, I, I haven't got a clue, so we've got... What are you going for, Phil? Northampton at home by five points. Play that music. And thank you very much. Leo Vegas. <laughs> Our first ever live show, we normally sit the three of us in the back room of JB's basement. Oh. It used to, it started off, again, I don't know how long everyone's listened, but it started off where um, we used to sneak in on a Sunday and, and use the radio studio I worked in. Yeah, he used to commando roll in, into the studio. Exactly. Uh, and then, then I got sacked. Yeah, Chris Moyles. Yeah, Chris Moyles. Yeah, Chris Moyles on... Uh, about 20 times the money that I was on. But anyway, half the listeners. Not much, yeah, but, that. yeah, it's still not BT money though, is it, Tim? <laughs> so, so anyway, so we just sit around in our, in our room. We, we sit around in our room downstairs and uh, don't get to see the whites of people's eyes. We just chat to each other and Phil, exactly as he is now, literally and metaphorically, is uh, the man in the middle, uh, the referee. This is the only time I'm normally on the right wing though. It's normally JB's position. And right. hasn't it been good, JB, being back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loving this. 
So we thought we need a finale. Uh, I've, I've got one. It's not the one that we planned, but I've got one. Go if, if, if he'll do it. Yeah. Gavin, yeah. apparently you know a, a song in a foreign language. Oh, come on, yes. come on, Gavin! I want one more volunteer. Yeah, you've got, you need two, two volunteers. We need two volunteers, we're going to... It's, uh, no, 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 one more person. One more person, a volunteer. We're going to do, um, we're going to do eggs factor. Um, which, uh, so I think we should, I think, I think the finale should be Gavin's. I think this sounds like it's going to be special. So, uh, if the, who remembers the early days when we used to really, really love Alex Corbiziero? We still do love Alex Corbiziero. Oh, we do. We still do. The rap. I, I, th I think in Mojo's, this is a karaoke joint after all. That I think. Take that, my man. Give him some encouragement. Stand on the stage. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Relax, you're amongst friends. Come on, DP. Okay, Reed, go for it though. This is your moment. Uh, so, mate, we're going to go. Right, you ready? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Keep it kind of quiet. People on a diet. Coming straight. Time is right. I don't deny it. Test me. Try it. Style, you don't buy it. I'm going to grab the microphone and start to fly. Up to high with a mic to make you cry. Told you before we represent LI. London Irish, you can't deny this. Swords is a gun, you can't buy this. Oh! Stand on the stage in the middle. So, oh, as this uh, it was Ireland's weekend, uh, wasn't it a bit weird? Yeah. Like, England losing, and then the fireworks going off with the trophy. Yeah. A bit, a you little, have to it's a little bit Joe Launchbury after Wales. Yeah, yeah get the medals, <laughs> get handed the medals, looking really sad from losing, but then winning the game. Well, yeah. winning the won the tournament. tournament. And well, once, but Gavin, so what are you doing? I, I don't know. This is the first I heard of it. Apparently, you can sing the French last song. I can sing the French, I can sing the Italian, I can sing the Irish. Ooh! Awesome. Ooh. Italian or French? French! French! Again, again, again. Cheer if you want French. Cheer if you want Italian. French it is. Allons nos enfants de le patrie, le jeu de gloire est arrivé. Contre nous de la tyrannie. L'étonnant sanglant élevé, l'étonnant sanglant élevé. Entendez-vous dans vos compagnes mougir ces féroces soldats qui viennent jusque dans vos bras, égorger vos fils et vos compagnes. Aux armes des citoyens, formez vos bataillons, marchons.
game. Do I have to do the bumper 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 bumper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fratelli d'Italia, Italia sei desta, dall'elmo di Scipio se cinta la testa. Dove la vittoria le porgia la schiuma, le schiava di Roma, l'idio la creò, 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 oh oh oh, chi sei? Fratelli d'Italia, Italia se desta, dell'elmo di Silvio se cinta la testa, dove la vittoria se porgia l'errore, le schiava di Roma, l'idio la creò, slow down. Facciamo la che morte in Italia che abbiamo Siamo pronti alla morte e facciamo le corte Siamo pronti alla morte in Italia che abbiamo Cognac and cake, uh, lots of beers, boat races. Uh, I'm going to make sure you get uh, an Egg Chaser t-shirt. I'll make sure you get an Egg Chaser t-shirt. There's club ties and there's some t-shirts. They'll be downstairs. We're having a drink here and later on, we believe and we're hoping that we're going to get uh, the rugby boys from, that are on the pitch that we're watching this afternoon coming out for uh, some beers as well. So ladies, one more time, thank you so much for coming. Let the boys play.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 